Good morning, I'm Rosie. I'm going to do this episode today just talking about me and what it's like for me after doing all the work that I've done and especially going no contact and all the changes that I've noticed. Um, I thought to do this episode because I was just at work yesterday doing my nursing shift and I was feeling really good and I am constantly aware now of how different I am at work in the last only recent times because of the changes that I've made and how much has changed within me to make me become like I have become and I really like it it's really nice it's a really nice place to be when you are in the darkness for so long and in such horrible places for so long obviously you're really going to notice when you're no longer there and that's how I feel I feel like I'm I've come out into the light and I'm not um, suffocating in the dark where I was for just so much of my life and it's really painful to be where I was and to be there for so long it's just quite a nightmare so to to find yourself gotten out of it is just amazing and it's not coincidence it's come from everything that I've had to do and that comes down to the choices that you make if you choose to stay stuck you stay stuck if you choose to do what you can possibly find to do to get out then you can get out it's definitely not easy and it definitely requires a huge amount of work and um, I suppose not everyone is up to it um, able to do it because it does require a huge amount um, But anyway, I'm not talking about everybody, I'm just talking about me. And I've done what I've had to do and what I was able to do and what I could do. And I've literally just sought every possible avenue and technique and strategy and lifestyle choices and everything possible. And I found myself in the place I always wanted to be in. And to break it down a bit more and and be more specific, um, I just really, really notice it in my workplace and that's because I'm there mixing with people and lots of people. I work in a really busy unit where I'm mixing with huge amounts of different families, looking after different children. I've said before, I, I work in a busy, huge public hospital system, children's paediatric one, and I'm in a paediatric day unit, which is really, really busy. And we get easily 50 kids, 50 families through a day. So I've got that aspect, but I've also got loads and loads of staff. And it's just one big open ward. And we work in, as team nursing. So you're working with a huge amount of colleagues. And there's always different colleagues every day. You're never working with the same people. There's heaps and heaps of people that we work with. And for a lot of the time, I struggle with so much of that so much of all the struggles that I had and carried um, came through in my workplace and for a very long time I had such a great fear of people, huge fear of just 
about everybody. I was just terrified. And I don't have that anymore. I'm actually really enjoying being around people. And a lot of the crap that I had going on in my head caused me to hate being at work. I really, really, really lost any passion for nursing and just hated being there. I didn't want to be in that environment. And I don't feel like that anymore. I quite enjoy it. And I, I've put a lot of things in place to make that happen and allow that as well. I only do short shifts. I only do six to eight hour shifts. Um, that's pretty probably a normal day for most people. But in nursing, you know, mostly we do 12 hour shifts. So I'm really careful to only do short shifts so that I don't overdo it and, and start hating it after the sixth to eighth hour, which I do. Um, I get over it and just want to leave and go home. Um, and I sort of pick up shifts on when it suits me and when I'm available. And so because I'm picking up the shifts, I'm happy to go. But I'm, I'm really enjoying being with people. And I've had struggles with colleagues over the years, nothing major, nothing huge. But, you know, there was often people didn't really like and didn't like being around. And, you know, if I had some closer friends, I might get upset easily about little things. I don't do any of that anymore. And that's probably the biggest one I notice is that I, nothing's bothering me. I'm not getting upset because of something that was ridiculous things that would make me upset you know maybe it's a good friend of mine and she's become better friends with another person all that sort of stuff very immature and childish stuff but they they were things that happened in my head none of that bothers me anymore and I, I just couldn't care less I'm just going and I'm happy to be there I'm happy around everybody you know some people definitely annoy me but I don't let it bother me it's not even that I have to work at it anymore. It just doesn't bother me. Um, and I'm not completely sure why there's been such an enormous switch with everything. But I'm just presuming that it's because, well, there would be a lot of reasons. And when having gone no contact, I'm not getting constant um, barrage of I guess self-esteem attacks and struggles in my head so I'm not I'm not getting fresh doses of that anymore so I'm free my headspace is free to just um, be me and that's what I've really noticed I'm just letting myself just be me so I'm letting myself sparkle a lot more and just be who I really am that I wasn't really allowed to be and I never also allowed myself to be because I didn't know I could be um, so I'm finding I'm a very happy person a very sunny person um, I do love a good chat with some people um, I can get in amongst everybody at work and be you know chatty and as good as the rest of them they're things I couldn't do before I always sort of sort of always sort of hiding and always sort of putting myself away not really mixing that much like to a point but I'd always keep guarded and I'd always 
um, hold back. I'd hold back and I'm not holding back anymore. That's what I've noticed. I'm just showing up and I'm present and I'm there. And so because of all that, I'm, I'm enjoying my time being amongst people. And I've got a lot of fun people that I do work with. So I'm just enjoying that. And when someone does do something to annoy me and, you know, just I'm talking about things like, you know, I hate working with lazy nurses, people, because we do team nursing, as I said. You need everybody to be pulling their weight. And so that's something that really bugs me is when you're working with nurses that are lazy and they're not pulling their weight and they're not doing what they should be doing and helping out as much you know while it annoy me it doesn't really annoy me like it probably would have used to things like that would have really got to me you know that sort of thing and bigger things really really got to me I don't just don't let anything get to me anymore I'm not bothered about stuff um and so I'm just really letting myself be myself now and finding more about myself finding more about what I am like after all these years that sounds pretty dumb but you know when you were so suppressed for so long that's how it happens that's that's what happens that's how it rolls you know when you finally get the pressure cooker lid opened and released um, then you can come out and so it's nice to find little surprises of what I'm like even at home um, I've always been nice at home but you know I'm happier and freer and just enjoying little things so much more I've always for a long time tried to enjoy the little things but I'm really enjoying them noticing every tiny little thing and just enjoying them enjoying my days whether I'm at home or whether I'm at work I'm just enjoying my days and my life and as I said, I do very much realise that this has all come from dropping contact with my family and dropping, allowing all that stuff to keep settling around my life and around my headspace. It's all, I guess, completely about your headspace. Even though I wouldn't see my family very much, so much of it was messing with my headspace. And none of it's messing with my headspace anymore. It's free, and it's free for me to just live my life completely separate to that family and just completely be me. And it's, I can't emphasize enough how nice it is and what a relief it is to finally be in this place. And this is how most people live, people that have had healthy upbringings and mostly healthy relationships. This is how most people are. So to join the ranks is, is really nice, a really, really good feeling. Um, so I just wanted to say all of that and how much I am enjoying living as just me now, finally. Um, and when I say that, I'm, I suppose I need to explain a little bit more. That comes from all the things I've talked about in previous episodes where you, your whole identity, you're not okay. So you're given the message for so many years, you're not okay, which tells you that you are not okay. So everything about you is not okay. So to finally drop that and just know that you are okay and all the little quirks and 
things about you is actually okay and you finally allow yourself the freedom to just be you and be okay, that's how that all sort of rolls on. Um, another thing I just wanted to talk about, I was watching a show on Netflix last night, just a mini-series, just a crime one, and I'm always blown away how many shows, movies and shows um, have sort of narcissist dynamics in it and different, um, you know, so many adult people have problems because of their father or their mother or family stuff and, you know, issues growing up. But uh, just me saying that, I'm sure you can think of heaps of shows that you've seen and it's just such a common theme in movies. And I was watching this one last night and just one of, she's a prosecutor, so she's, um, you know, in, in the legal world and she's, she's accomplished, but she's really got some hang-ups and she's really sort of quite, um, I'm trying to think how to describe it, she's really weighed down you can see she's not functioning very well she's got a drinking problem you can tell she has very poor self-esteem um, she's she's got issues she's definitely got issues and as you watch the show you know you don't know why and you sort of I'm, I'm not finished the show so I don't know the full story yet but she goes to a family event it's her father's birthday and she turns up to that and she first meets her two sisters and one of them's really nice to her and one of them you can tell straight away there's a real strain so instantly you can identify that the one I'm talking about is the problem child and the other one is the golden child and they just you can tell they do not connect at all there's massive tension between them and they say like two sentences they go to hug and it's a really awkward uncomfortable hug and straight away it reminded me of me and my older sister and then um you know this this one that's the problem one everything she does is wrong and the that particular sister asks her you know something about did you bring the present or some, something that she didn't get right and you know she rolls her eyes like of course you didn't sort of thing and then she says where's dad so she goes out to the garden where her dad is and he's out there and she's really nice to him really happy to see him and they have sort of a really nice moment and then she just starts talking about her work and he must be in law as well and so he straight away cuts her down and um, you know whatever she's just told him he's you know tore her down on it she's got to be more careful and she's got to do this and can't do that and and she's just instantly cut down you can just see it she started off so happy and so happy to see him and be there for his birthday and then straight away he just says something to trigger her and upset her and you know it's all happened in two minutes and then they end up in a fight and she has to leave and that just reminded me of me that's exactly how it is with me I will go with good intentions and be happy and show up and then straight away something is said that triggers you that you just you lose it and I just found it really comforting and interesting to watch it in in a situation like that or just watch it in someone else's life and totally identify um, 
and that's it just made me feel better because I'm always sort of explaining and trying to work out what do I do wrong why can't I just turn up to the family stuff and be okay like everybody else but there it was right there on the TV exactly what happens when I try to go um, so I just wanted to say that and one more thing I just thought I'd mention is I had a hectic dream last night and I've had these recurring dreams for years and years and years and they all, I always wake up really disturbed by them and they really throw me and it's always the same so it's always a completely different story in the dream but it's the same thing and so last night what happened was um, I had been somewhere away with my twin sister and we came home but coming home meant coming home to the house I grew up in and we both came home there um, but then she turned out she was married so she was leaving to go back to her house with her husband and I had to stay there and I just completely freaked out because I was like I cannot stay here I cannot stay here I can't be here and the dream's always the same that I then realised my husband's in the picture but he's sort of down at his parents' house and I sort of, I'm not allowed, I just don't have the freedom to go and be with him and I sort of know he's there in the back of my mind but I don't really know that I can go and make a life with him and the other thing is I know I, I need to move out but I'm like, how, like can I? I'm not sure if I can and I start thinking about where I could go and there's some reason why I can't do any of the options I can't just find a place to rent and I can't just leave but I was just totally freaking out I cannot stay here I just can't stay here and I've had that dream a billion times I don't really know obviously it's pretty um, self-explanatory I guess the psychology behind it but it still floors me and rattles me every time and it, it is always the same. My siblings are always there. I've got my middle brother. For whatever reason, he still lives at home, but he's never at home. He's always at his wife's place, but they're not actually married. And so that, that's weird. I don't know why I see them as that set up. Um, and he's just always like that. And everyone else is still living there. And I sort of always work sort of get this revelation hey I don't have to stay here I can go but I never quite know how to go never quite know how to actually do it but I do know that I can um, sometimes in the dream the first house me and my husband built when we got married it's a, I realized it's sitting there empty and that we could actually just go and live there I'm not sure if I can, but I'm like, maybe I can. Like, it's there, it's empty. Maybe I could just go there. And, yeah, it's just this recurring dream that I have. I don't know if anyone else has that sort of dreams, but I certainly have, and I'm, I'm talking years, so many years. Always the same theme. Um, and this one last night really did upset me because I had a big fight with my twin sister, and she was telling me I had to stay. There's no reason why I can just stay. There's no reason why I can't be happy there. Just stop carrying on. And so I was like really upset with her because she didn't understand. And yeah, I always wake up 
pretty upset by it or just a bit bit rattled anyway anyway that's about all I thought I would say maybe I might add some more later I'm driving to work again for another day shift it's Friday which I'm really happy about I'm not working the weekend so I just get this nice little six hour shift done and get home for Friday night have a beautiful day thank you again for listening